0: There's no reason why over half the population should be miserable every single Monday, Randy. There's there's too many things in this world that we can do. So, you know, I, mean, I think everybody should feel the same on a Monday morning as they do on a Friday night, and we can absolutely design our lives so that we're utilizing our gifts and our talents and our skills to be able to to live a life that we never want to escape from.
1: Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire, then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's going to help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. everyone welcome back to the rich mind podcast and today coming back with a another fantastic episode i say that every time a single time and i'm sure you guys are tired of me saying another fantastic episode but i'm just always so excited when i get a chance to jump on uh these calls with friends with mentors folks that are helping me get my life and my family's life to another level and today i'm coming with you again today with another episode with chad canneller uh he's a you know, becoming a great friend of mine he's a mentor to me and my family uh we're trying to work hard we're building businesses together uh, it's just been a lot of fun uh, it's been very a relatively short period of time and as far as our our time together but at the same time it's been a lot of fun so today we're going to come to you with another topic the the i've always coined this or I've, i started to coin this right the the freedom series right we're trying to figure out a way to help you get more freedom into your life, whether that's personal freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, freedom. That's the word freedom. So today that's what we're going to dive into. So Chad, welcome back to the show, man. I'm excited to butt up into this one again.
0: Thank you. I'm excited about freedom, <laughs> right? We love freedom. Everybody thinks of that. that. That brave heart, you know, he yells that out at the end. That's one of my favorite movies. And it's something that everybody, whether they they bring it up or not, it's something every single person wants is, is we want freedom. We want time freedom. We want financial freedom. We want freedom. Honestly, we want freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, with whoever we want. That's deep down, really, what everyone wants. So I'm, I'm excited today just to share some ideas with everyone here so that we can help people uh, have more freedom.
1: Yeah, exactly. So time freedom was my big thing. Uh about 10, maybe 12 years ago, I just realized that I had I had zero. I was working all the time, not necessarily getting ahead in any way, shape, or form. And so yeah, the time freedom was was definitely my big drive for all the work and all the effort that I've done up to this point. So I'm super excited to share some insights from my side, but then obviously get some from yours as well. And we were talking just before we jumped on. And I think we're going to go with the topic of four types of knowledge to apply to anything in life. And so that was something that we discussed that I think that um, we can have a great discussion on, right? Help some folks maybe even realize that there are different types of knowledge and then how to apply those types of knowledge to whether it's life, uh, business, family, the whole nine yards. So I'll kick it over to you, you know, the four types, if you want to kind of dive into what those are. And uh, yeah, let's have a discussion about that.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, we've all heard knowledge is power, but I would say it's more like applied knowledge is power because having knowledge is kind of like having a, uh, someone wrote you a check and you stick it on the shelf. It's not really helping your life until you take it to your bank, right? You cash it in. So it's the same thing with knowledge. If you just have it, but you don't apply it, then it's not really going to it's it's not really going to begin to change your life, which is which is all what we all want. So, um, yeah, just to talk about the four the four types of knowledge, and this really applies to everything. And so, what they actually are is there's there's learn knowledge, there's activity knowledge, there's modeling knowledge, and then there's teaching knowledge. So those are the four that we want to dive into. So, you know, learn knowledge, and what I love too, Randy, is today. You know, you can. Uh, the great Jim Rohn said, right? Formal education yeah. make you a living. And self-education make you a fortune. And I really thought about that. And, and today, you know, we have more access in our cell phones than NASA originally had with all those big, huge <laughs> old school computers they had. You know, when you see on the movies, where they're like, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, the we're, problem is we some old school computers.
1: <laughs> and, and we're old enough, both of us, to to remember back before any of that was even around, right? So even, yeah, you're right. Just right in the hand in our hands, right? We have the ability, all that knowledge is right sitting right there in our hands. It's it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, you don't see too many encyclopedia books lining the the bookshelves <laughs> in people's homes anymore, right? We don't I need used,
1: them. I used to. That's where I used to get all my you know my information, right, for for schoolwork or whatever. We had a, the uh, an encyclopedia, Britannica. Is that what that it was called, right? All the the different big old volumes of books. Yeah, that was. Yeah. We're saying things. I'm sure some of the folks are like, what in the world are these guys even talking about? But yeah. yeah, I, I was in
0: the military and I, I don't, even know, how they got into the, under the base, but it was like a door to door. I lived in the barracks and somebody was coming door to door and, and wouldn't you know that I'm the guy who bought the encyclopedia set for like <laughs> 1200 bucks. I was on a payment, monthly payment forever. And I had those encyclopedias and I moved them with me like five times. And I think they finally got left behind at a storage <laughs> facility that my parents have or something. So point, point being is we have access to anything out there. You know, it's, it's literally a Google away. It's a, a book. I see, you know, you have a lot of, a lot of books, Randy, behind you there. I have a lot of books here that I've read. And so it can be a quick read, um, YouTube, you know, there's so many ways today that we can get that self-education and so learning, you know, and, and I think, Learning is a lifelong process. You know, funny thing, I was in Brazil one time and and there was all these leaders, and they were from I think five different tribes. So I had multiple translators and stuff. And one of the things I said is, leaders are readers. Now that, that's a good example of knowing your audience because about 80% of the people there couldn't read. So that was a bad thing to say. What I should have said is leaders are learners. Right. Because leaders are learners and, and we taught them through stories and things like that. So I, I uh, got corrected later by a friend of mine there. He's like, you know, these guys can't read. And I was like, oops, OK, I should have figured that out before I came up with my my speech. But, uh, you know, learn learn lesson moving forward. So, you know, learn learn knowledge, though. You can you can literally become an expert in just about anything just by learning it. You know, like the other day, I'll give you a quick example. Uh, We've lived here for a year we have a pool and we have pool filters and I had a choice. I could pay somebody to come clean my pool filters. I could replace the pool filters or I could spend about 15 minutes on YouTube and figure out how to open it up and take them out and spray them off and what to soak them in and all that myself. And so I decided to learn how to do it. And so now I've learned it. Now I've got it. I've, I've added that. Now I, I still don't want to open my own, uh, you know, business handyman business. Cause I'm the guy that'll go in to fix the toilet and, and create three more problems when I'm fixing this. So I don't I, I don't do that but the point here is is that learning and, and learning for a lot of people unfortunately it stops after high school or college uh, you guys probably are in the same boat as me where you've gone back to you know high school reunions i think i i went to my 25 and i was tell them kind of how old i am here but i went to a 25 year reunion i remember meeting people and it was like they were frozen in time because they hadn't learned anything since high school they saw the same mindset they were older 25 years older but their mind was still stuck to where it was 25 years ago. So learn knowledge is very, very important. And it's unlimited, Randy, and you and I both, I mean, we we're here helping other people learn, right. And we're constantly learning ourselves because the, the one constant thing in life is change. There's always going to be change.
1: It never stops. And so the ability to, there's almost too much information I would say at this point, right. So you can get overwhelmed with ideas, with concepts, with, Uh, So if you don't have some clarity of exactly what you're looking for, you can almost go down rabbit trails that will take you so far off track that you don't even realize how far you've gone with information being so readily available compared to what it was even just a few years ago. So yeah, the, for me, podcast has been a huge, I'm an audio learner. So it's like you were saying readers, learner or uh, leaders are are readers. I admit I'm not the greatest reader in the whole wide world. Uh, Never have been. So, but when the audio came into my life through podcasts, through audio books, I can, I can listen to things two times speed. My wife thinks I'm crazy, but I can I can pick up on that stuff so fast. And that's how I was able to consume and, and really uh, exponentially grow my knowledge base on uh, whether it's investments, whether it's business, whether it's relationships in a relatively short period of time, a lot shorter than it was the 12, 13, 14, whatever many years that I spent in school. Right. It's so it's amazing how quickly you can uh, when you apply uh, your your focus and get really centered on what you want to learn, how much you can actually get through that knowledge for sure.
0: Yeah. and And when you're when you're learning, especially if you're excited about it, you know, you hear these people that learn like a new language, you know, every year or like my daughter right now, she she turns 16 March next year. So we're already we're already getting ready to get her in for her driver's test for her, get her driver's license. And so she's just been doing a deep dive and only been really studying for a couple of we homeschool. So she's been studying the material now for a couple of weeks and she's already got the, the majority of it because it's exciting for her. She's learning it. So she went through the, the learn knowledge. But then what do they do? You know, when you go and you pass the written test, now we go into the second phase of knowledge, which is the activity Knowledge, you know, now you've got to get with dad or mom and you got to put in those hours of actually driving the car and stopping at the stop sign and remembering to slow down instead of speed up at the yellow light, you know, and all the other things that that come along with driving and whether it's whether it's driving or learning business or learning how to be a great parent or a, a wonderful spouse. It's all the same. You, you, you learn it and then you have to apply it because if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. So that language you learn in a year, I mean, I took Spanish one and Spanish two and now I'm at like Spanish a quarter right now. Cause I, I didn't apply <laughs> it. And so my, uh, my Spanish is a little uh, it's not so good. A little lacking.
1: Yeah. I I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. My Spanish you're a quarter I'm, I'm an eighth Cause yeah, I, I think I took Spanish one and Spanish two as well. Didn't apply it at, at all other than just to try to pass a couple tests. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. That, that's awesome. You've got to apply and use it or else, like you said, you're going to lose it.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that learn that learning phase and then the, the activity knowledge, which is the applying phase. Right. And now when you're when you're doing it and you're applying it, the next best thing that you can do and a great, great next idea for knowledge is modeling knowledge. So now you're going to model after someone that's successful. You know, so let's say let's say business, for example, let's say you you're, you're learning about a specific business and now you're working the business. You're applying to the business. But now who who are you looking to to improve and get better? You have to have that model. And now the model, you know, it's, it's called it's OK to be a copycat. We've talked about this before, but it's OK to be a copycat if you copy the right cat. I mean, the formula is pretty simple. You find what someone else has that you want and you find out what they did to get it. And then you duplicate that right you do what they did so you can have what they have and it's really really basically simple so you find someone uh like robert Kiyosaki, i see rich dad poor dad behind you there you find someone to model yourself after and you consume what they know and you learn what they're doing you know dave ramsey is a great example for people that want to be debt-free right dave ramsey has been putting products out for years and years and years and he's someone who has helped a lot of people become debt-free And so if your goal is to be debt free, then you're going to learn about what it looks like. You're going to apply it. And then you're going to be modeling yourself and maybe uh, listening to some podcast Dave Ramsey does, reading some of the Dave Ramsey books or, you know, whatever it might be. So that's a very, very important is that that modeling piece.
1: So that and I think I've shared this with you before, is that that is the absolute key to me and anything I've achieved in the last, call it decade or so was going out, finding folks. They've been in the virtual. I haven't necessarily been one-on-one like you and I are today, right? So I'm getting closer to actual folks that are helping me lead lives in a better way than I could have ever imagined. But at first, it was it was all virtual. As I mentioned, it was all podcast. It was all books or audio books, uh, watching things on YouTube, right? Getting the information from folks that have done what it is that you're looking to do, whether it's business, whether it was real estate, whether it was... Like you said, changing a pool filter, right? It could be anything, but the idea is is to model. Find somebody that's done what you want to do, and then go. Uh, like you said, be a copycat. Make sure you're just copying the right cat. I love it when you say that. That makes me laugh every time. <laughs> well, when you
0: think about, it, there's so many people out there that are dedicating their lives to being a model, so that you can you can have you can take the the highway to success and whatever that is. You know, think about like the book um, by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich right? That book was written over 20 years. And basically what Napoleon Hill does, he studied all the most successful people. And he said, what do all these people have in common? And he wrote a book about it. I mean, so if you're someone that wakes up one day and you're like, I want to be successful. I want to be rich. Okay. Well, why don't you go pick up that book? That's 20 years of research and start modeling after what some of those people are doing. And then you can be very very successful too. Now now the next step. So I love up to up to now we basically talked about you learning a skill, you applying a skill, you modeling yourself after that. But what I also love for for a small fraction of people out there is this idea of of giving back, of this this idea of scaling, this idea of growing and it always takes more people, right? And so at some point if you really want to give back, then then not only are you learning all these things and doing all those things for yourself. But when you want to give back, you have to, you have to find someone that may you become the model. You become the teacher. People start modeling after you. And here's what's so cool about teaching is to teach something when you're, when you're doing it again and you're saying it again, it's just making you that much better in that area. And it's just solidifying you. It's like, it's like if you're going to uh, learn Spanish, it's one thing, but if you're going to teach it, I mean, you gotta, you gotta prepare right before you go, you gotta remember what it is first before you go tell someone else, you know, and you're, and you're teaching. So I love to teach and not just to teach, but to teach with the intention of teaching, because then you can really I'm all about leadership. I'm all about empowering people and adding value to people's lives. Right. So if you're teaching people with the with the goal in mind that they're going to be the mentor someday, too, that's how you can get that ripple effect where you you are affecting someone who's affecting someone who's affecting someone, you know, way, way out there beyond the scope of what you are able to see yourself.
1: So it's a, getting those skills, the ability to communicate in a way, because you've got all the knowledge. We talked about knowledge. You've got the knowledge up in your head, but it's about communicating it in a way that someone can then take that information and apply it themselves. And the fun part, part for me is when you see the light bulbs go off, when you see the, you know, the, the mentor, the mentee, right, get the epiphany of, of realizing that how you're explaining it in its simplest form is exactly what they need to do to go out and make the biggest impact, whatever they're trying to accomplish. And that is the most fun thing in the whole wide world for myself too, right? As I've stepped into trying to be more of a mentor and not as much of a mentee, even though I, I don't think that the, being a mentee ever stops at any point, but at the same time, it's fun to step into that role, whether it's for your family or whether it's even for, for others or even be, uh, business associates, right? It's uh, it's just a really cool thing for sure.
0: Absolutely. I read a quote one time, uh, John Maxwell quote, love John Maxwell. You know, that guy's written over a hundred books. He's a mentor to, to many, many people, but what he said, and it really got me, I had to start thinking about it. He said, once you've tasted significance, that success no longer satisfies because see success for us, it's, it's good for us. Right. But if something, if you learn something and it's good for you, wouldn't it be good for someone else to know it too? Like, like think about now when you think about when the light bulb went off for you, you read the book and the light bulb went off for you. So, so now that you can be a conduit and you can pass that, you, you can give back, you can pass that on, you know, and actually in our family, we like to say, work hard, play hard and give back. Mm-hmm. So we like to work hard and learning all this stuff and then play hard and doing the activity and then give back, helping others, lifting others up where we were once down, because that's ultimately, you know, and I'm a, I'm a huge, huge believer you know, Jesus is my, is my Lord and Savior. And and it's, he's the ultimate model, right? He's, he's the ultimate model of giving back. So anything we learn in life, if you want a great idea, I mean, just share it. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And there's no reason ever just to keep something to ourselves. So you learn a great idea and you give back. And as you see other people succeed and, and enrich their lives because of that, you and I win, sometimes monetarily, sometimes mon- mon- not monetarily. But what we did is we just sewed into someone. And, and, you know, and if you think about the the philosophy of, of beginning with the end in mind, you know, I think about sometimes, let's say I live to be 101. So I'm about halfway there. I'm almost to my prime, about about six more months, I'll be in my prime finally at 50 and a half, right? <laughs> so so 101, you know, you get to, let's say you get to be a fly on the wall at your own funeral. Like, you know, now you can already, you can, you can predict that you can put the formula together. So that the predictable outcome is that, there are thousands of people at your funeral and they're having a hard time finding a building big enough and they've got to have speakers outside because they're standing room only outside and there's not enough of a parking lot. So you got people park all the way down the road around the corner. You know, why not live a life that impacts so many people that everybody wants to come pay their respects?
1: That's, you know, I mean, that's a vision that, yeah, that's, that's a cool vision.
0: Yeah. And anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. And that's exciting to, to think about.
1: And And, and honestly, too,
0: giving actually begins the receiving process. And the more that we give, the happier it's I don't know the exact study, but basically the more that you give as a human, the happier you are. So it's not all about getting, you know, the the world uh, a lot of times tries to teach us to get, get, get. We want to have more stuff and get more stuff. But it's like trying to fill an empty void, a deep hole, because at some point it's just It just, you can't satisfy that. But as you start giving to other people, it's so much more satisfying. And that's something I've, you know, really, really uh, tried to teach my kids and, and other people that I run across in life too.
1: And it can be the simplest things. You can give somebody a smile. You can give somebody a compliment. You can open the door from somebody. You can anything, pick up some trash. The simplest things, it doesn't have to be monetarily, like you mentioned, right? It can be so many things that if you just get in the habit of giving pretty soon, if you get in that habit and just make it part of your life, you will start to receive things that aren't really, you're not even looking for them. You're not trying to get them anymore because they just start to show up. Uh, That's been my experience. And so that's what I try to do every day, even just showing up with this conversation with you, right? You just, you bring your energy and I'm giving to you. I'm trying to give to the audience and yeah, we'll see what comes of it. You don't know, but you just, right. you, just keep giving. you just, you have faith that you just keep giving.
0: That's right. And you think about like, just think about a marriage, right? The worst marriages are, are two, two people trying to take from each other, right? They're trying to, they're saying meet my needs, meet my needs, meet my needs. Right. And, and I've heard that called a, a two ticks and no dog. Right. Cause you're <laughs> you're trying to suck that out of the other person, but there's, there's <laughs> two ticks and no dog. And the best marriages are two people trying to outgive each other. You know, you're like trying to outgive your spouse, and they're trying to outgive you. And you're bold. That's the competition that that is the best competition. Outgive your spouse, and not not two ticks, no dogs. That doesn't go anywhere good.
1: Well, we're not giving marital advice, but I would tell you, going on or almost working up to 27 years of marriage, and I know you've been married for quite some time too. That that is by far probably been the the biggest. Uh, and I almost I probably did it more by accident than I mean I just really cared for my wife Stacy. To the point where I do, I try everything I do is I try to do it for her right before even expecting anything back in return. I can't say I'm never, I'm not selfish ever. I'm not going to claim that, but at the same time, yeah, it's always, what can I do for her? And once again, it could be the simplest things, but doing that has kept our relationship strong because she's willing to do the same things back. And it's just, a, it's a reciprocal relationship versus, versus what you say? Two ticks, and a dog two ticks no dog. Two ticks, no dog. Anyways, yeah, I don't even know what to say that that's just but once again, this isn't marital advice. But for somebody that's been married for 27 years going on almost 30 years together. uh, Yeah, we've had our ups and downs. But that whole giving idea is is crucial. If you want to have success in any type of relationship, especially a marriage,
0: it it almost instantly starts to improve a relationship, right? Because you know, it's easy to just be like, "Oh, I'm I'm trying to get. I've given enough. I'm not giving anymore. I'm trying to get," and that never works. And so, if you just make the decision to start giving to any relationship, it is reciprocal, and it it starts to come back. It's like it's like a boomerang, you know. And when you want it, when you want something, give it first, and you will almost always get it back.
1: So we're in the process now of trying to give as much as we possibly can to the point where uh, sometimes it might come across as like people are like whoa, what, you guys are like trying to give so much all the time, right? Information, guidance, help, support. You're giving to me as much a ton in my family, as I've said before. Uh, I'm trying to give to the people that are, are in, in my circle of influence as well. It just becomes a habit. And so it's something that you take into really your, your daily activities to the point where it just becomes who you are, whether it's your family, whether it's your business, whether it's any portion of your life. And it just life begins to be, it really starts to get to be fun, right? Just even this conversation. This is fun. This isn't work. We're working, but this isn't work. This is fun. This is stimulates my mind.
0: And, and it's just, you know, it, it is a way to give, right? It's it's just sowing. We're we're sowing seeds by by doing this. It's like, you know, I love the idea of farmers, athletes, and soldiers, you know, and I've I've never actually been a farmer, but I have higher, high respect for farmers because farmers, man, they're so they have high trust, they have high faith, they go out and they know they're part of the job, they plant the seeds, plant the seeds, and they trust that the wind is going to come and the rain is going to come and the sun is going to come, you know, and, and it's just that it's that diligence and that consistency and that faith. And the same thing with with athletes, you know, athletes are they're honing a craft. And, and, and think about that. just what we talked about today, like, you know, the you're, you're learning at the sport and then you're, and then you're doing the sport, right? I've heard before, if you're going to be an expert in something, put about 10,000 hours in. So you get to decide how long your 10,000 hours takes. It could take, you know, a hundred years to get your 10,000 <laughs> or it could take like five years, depending on how serious you are about getting, getting that time in there. And then having that good coach. I mean, come on, good coach, speed of leader, speed of the pack, right? You don't really find a a world class team without a world class coach, right? So it's important. It's important who you're listening to and, and who your coach is and who's coaching you through anything in life. I mean, if your uh, marriage is on the rocks, you know, don't go to your guy friend that's been married six times because it might not be the best advice that you're going to get from him. You know, maybe go to him to get what not to do. You know, hey, how did you screw it up six times? I'm not going to do that. Tell me exactly <laughs> what happened. How did it go? How'd you throw it all away? Yeah. Right. And so, you know, back to like the sports and, and and farmers and athletes, the mentality, you know, the, the mindset of just learning it and learning it and honing your craft and then having a good mentor and then getting to the place where now you can give back because you have become very, very good at what you're doing.
1: So somebody listening to this today is like, I want that. I want the knowledge. I want to be able to start doing, I want to then start apply to get different circumstances in my life, right? Maybe they're not exactly where they, they feel like they should be. They have dreams. Uh, One thing you say a lot, and I love it. And I say it over and over even to myself. And I try to share it as many times as I possibly can, that if somebody comes to you that is willing to work hard is coachable and has big dreams, you can unlock anything for them that they can ever imagine. So can you go into that even a little bit? Because that even comes into that knowledge piece as well, right? But you have to be willing to work hard, right? You've got to be coachable. And then the big dreams.
0: Yeah, they say, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So, you know, you have to you have to be ready and you have to be um, humble enough to, and have enough humility to say, hey, I, I don't know it all in this particular area, whatever area we're talking about. And so that's what we mean by being coachable and being teachable. And then willing to work, you know, it's, it's, we, you have to put in the work there's no, there's no shortcut like that the work has to happen you know i'd say the only way to success bill is via the struggle bus so there's there's always a struggle because all things worthwhile are uphill and so uphill is so much harder than downhill right but you've never drifted your way to the top of a mountain you'll never drift your way ever to the top of anything so drift mode which is default mode doesn't work and majority of people are okay with being in, in drift mode and default mode, but that's not going to work for you if you want to be excellent at anything. So you have to put in the work. And so teachable, willing to work. And then that burning desire. And you know, Randy, it's it's hard to quantify who has that. And sometimes it's birthed out of something that you really don't want. You know, that, that burning desire comes because you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, or you have the day that turns your life around and you're like, this will never ever happen again. I mean, that happened for me. I was, I was in the military and I was in Afghanistan and my, my wife made a Facebook post and turned out my, my two-year-old at the time got really sick, had to be taken in uh, to the ambulance, to the ER and he had internal bleeding. It he was hemorrhaging, had to have a uh, blood transfusion and emergency surgery. And so I'm a dad, I'm 7,300 miles from home in, a, in an airport in Afghanistan. I'm like I need to get home now. But because I was in the military, I had to you know, the military came first. Right. And so I had to go fly the wrong direction, turn my weapon in, fill out some paperwork, all this stuff. I was highly annoyed. So that whole flight home, I said, never again, never again will this happen to me. Never again will I be stuck 7,300 miles. So the only way I could guarantee that was to get my butt out of the military. And so I immediately took action to get out of the military. So that burning, nothing was going to stop. I mean, I had that burning desire. I me, and it's like, I'm going to figure something else out I'm gonna do it or die. Like it was just, it was just. I made it, made up my mind, and and there's like a balance for everybody, right? There's there's reasons to to change and succeed, or there's excuses not to. And a lot of people kind of become like that frog that's just sitting in the hot water that's getting hotter and hotter and hotter and boiling, and they're just comfortably numb. You know, they they're surviving. And some people, you have a lot of trauma and they're in survival mode. So they're trying to escape reality. And that's why we have so much television and, and alcohol and all these different ways that we can you know, escape our life because that's when it gets too far. I mean, there's, there's a place for that, for having fun and entertainment. But when you do too much of it or too far, there's really, it's just you're, you're not happy and you're just trying to escape your life. And so, you know, what we want to help you do is embrace your life and, and decide what you want in your life and have a game plan to go and bridge the gap from where you are here to, to where you want to go. I mean, there's no reason why over half the population should be miserable every single Monday, Rainy. There's there's too many things in this world that we can do. So, you know, I, mean, I, I think everybody should feel the same on a Monday morning as they do on a Friday night. And we can absolutely design our lives so that we're utilizing our gifts and our talents and our skills to be able to to live a life that we never want to escape from, and I understand both sides because I've I've worked in a in a car factory where every fifty two seconds I was jumping in a car and doing all this, and my hair was falling out, and you know <laughs> I was just stressed out all the time and looking looking all old when I was young and and that kind of stuff. So I know what that feels like. But I hope that day comes for you quicker than it did for me because I've st- I spent way too much time sitting there. You know, just thinking, oh, well, it's not that bad. You know, we, we talk ourselves out of things. We go, that's not that bad. There's people worse than me. and That's why we like to watch Jerry Springer. We watch Jerry Springer. And we see all those people. Man, my life's great. You hear know what that person's going through? But don't compare yourself to, the, to that. Compare yourself to the best version of you and where you want to go and who you can be and model yourself after people who are already where you want to go. And then it, life gets real exciting because you wake up every day like excited about the future.
1: Yeah. Tie bow right there, man. Cause yes, that's a hundred, that's a hundred percent correct. Right. That's been, I was actually having that. I do a daily walk, daily meeting, you know, six times a week. And today that the uh, line in the sand thought came into my mind, the day that turns your life around. And that's just ironic that that's kind of where this conversation has gone today. Cause mine uh, was Christmas Eve. I was retail manager, Christmas Eve night. My kids were probably preteen I got a call that I had to go report to my store because the power was out and I had to miss Christmas Day. And I promised that I would never, ever do that again. And yeah, I went on a, on a journey. It was a little bit of a long journey because I was the knowledge, right? I didn't have the knowledge. I had to go find the knowledge. And then I had to go apply the knowledge. And then I had to find the, the mentors to help me, the model, All the things that we've discussed today, which has led me then to now I'm trying to work towards giving back as much as we possibly can. And that's exactly what you and I are trying to do. We're actively looking for people that are having this day or having this moment. And they're like, I'm not doing that again, ever. And so if somebody is like at that point in their life and they're looking for an opportunity to see a vision that they might not even see as possible, Go, can you talk about a little bit about what we are trying to do with trying to lock arms with folks to show them that there's actually a better way out there than what's been prescribed. Uh, you shared a video today of the script that uh, we've been fed, that it's it's not true. It's, it's not. Some of it may be, but at the same time, most of it may not be. And the ability to ask that question, to question it as to why is what's powerful.
0: And that question why is so strong. Why? It's a great, great thing. You know, I just, just popped into my head here that how many people believe and have said what I don't know won't hurt me. Like if you really think about how, how stupid that is, right? What we don't know is holding us back from everything. What we don't know is, is keeping some people, it's keeping people broke. What we don't know is keeping other people sick. What we don't know is keeping people depressed like, I, I don't understand that what we don't know won't hurt me. So what Randy and I like to do is, you know, is not just talk to you about how we can help your life change. We like to show you, we like to, uh, for, for a few specific people, we want to get with you. Like we said, earlier, those people that are, that are teachable and they're willing to work and, and they have burning desire, meaning big dreams. We want to come alongside you and we want to share some information with you that can absolutely take your life to another level. You know, we can help you bridge the gap much faster than probably your current game plan of of getting living your ideal life, uh, living a a life that most people would dream of and and you might even be dreaming of up to this point. So, you know, Randy's got a great, great website and it's it's about 23 minutes total of videos. It's called Get Paid in Five. So get paid in five because the company that we're partnered with actually will pay you in less than five minutes of every transaction that happens which is ridiculous. It's it's basically unheard of. So you for sure want to get with Randy and just say, hey, I, I need to learn about this Get Paid in Five stuff. And Randy can share a quick little video and it's 23 minutes. If you love it, great. We'll move forward to the next phase. If you don't, then thank you for your time. Now you've been educated. And now you know another option that's out there. And life's all about having options.
1: Through that knowledge, right? So today, hopefully, folks, you've uh, you've gained a little bit of knowledge yourself. Chad is fantastic wordsmith. He always he's great at taking uh, concepts uh, even things that i'm even familiar with and he puts his little spin on it that are just they they make me laugh they <laughs> they stick with me to the point where like i said i i i repeat a lot of the things you say to myself a lot and then i find myself repeating them to others it's because of your spin is just a lot of fun, which is why I've invited you to come onto the show this multiple times. I just know that the conversations are always going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully, folks, today, the four areas of knowledge, and let's go over those one more time. Yeah, so learn knowledge,
0: enough. activity knowledge, modeling
1: knowledge, and teaching knowledge. So if you find yourself at any one of those phases, folks, and we've both have been there, right, I 100%. And if you're ready to start taking your life to the next level, as Chad said, reach out to us, reach out to me, I I can share some information with you. And it's more knowledge for you to then make the best decision for you and your family. I'm not here to try to convince you of anything. I'm just trying to show you that there is a different way that you might not be familiar with, that if you can see the vision, what I've seen, and what I'm sharing with others that are catching the vision as well, could possibly impact your life in a positive way that uh, really you can't fathom what is uh, possible. Uh, moving forward. So Chad, man, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate uh, your time again today and folks, I look forward to uh, coming back to you again uh, in this next week. Uh, Chad and I are just going to keep pulling these episodes together until we kind of either get tired of talking to each other, which I don't see that happening or else until we finally get all the feedback. There's like, you know, you guys are just terrible, which I don't think that's going to happen either. This (laughs) is a lot of fun. So anyways, Chad, appreciate you being on again today, bud.
0: Yeah. You too, Randy. Always good to talk with you.
1: So folks go out there. Have a fantastic day. Take control of your life. Realize that the script that you might be living by may not be 100% as accurate as you think you might be. And then go down the road of the knowledge, the four pieces of knowledge that we talked about today and start crafting a life that you know, in the future, it can be a relatively short timeframe from now, uh, could be completely different than it is today. So have a fantastic day. And until the next episode, bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review, and you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends.